Hello, and welcome to Provocative Thought, intimately known as PT, striving to awaken those who are asleep, stimulate those who are awakened, feed those who are starving, and nurture those who seek to know. I am your host, Carlton Steed, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. First, I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show. I'd also like to thank the creator for allowing me to be. You can contact this show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press the number one to speak. You can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press the number one to speak. You can also reach us on the Internet at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Queen Mother for Real and listen to this the to the show live. It's the number four for real. Again it's www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Queen Mother the number four real. And listen to the show live. You can also contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thought. PT Community Organization. I want to apologize for last week's uh, technical uh, issues and um, hope you uh, be patient with us and we try to make sure that we don't have these problems uh, too often. Tonight's topic, the prenuptial agreement. Would you? Love is a powerful feeling. It has become traditional to marry the person we feel we love, who loves us whom we can trust, and whom we trust. We choose to take on a world with that special someone, to share, to live for, to live with, and to love that one person forever or not. Is it too much to ask this special someone to sign a prenuptial agreement? Well, some people might be asking, what is a prenuptial agreement? Just for some clarity. Webster's Dictionary. We have a caller. Caller, welcome to Provocative Thought. Hello? Okay, we're going to keep going. Webster's Dictionary, definition of prenuptial agreement, says it's an official agreement that two people make before they marry in which... They state how much of their each other's property each will receive if they divorce or if one of them dies. So a legal definition agreement made between a couple before marrying in which they give up future rights to each other's property in the event of a divorce or death called a prenuptial agreement. Free dictionary says a prenuptial Agreement is a written contract between two people who are about to marry, setting out the terms of possessions of assets, treatment of future earnings, control of the property of each, and potential division if the marriage is later dissolved. These agreements are fairly common if either or both assets, children from a prior marriage, potential inheritances, high income, or have been taken by a prior spouse. 
and we all know about I mean, some of us, we know about it. We heard about that. We may not all been through that, but we know that there's a chance that your spouse could take a lot of things from you in terms of your income that uh, you wouldn't want them to take, especially if you guys separate. So, um, you know, you have people dependent on your income that could be impacted upon if your spouse says, takes about half of what you've been, uh, you know, that you, you know, of your nest egg, whatever it is you have, your inheritance, your income, or whatever. Why says why everyone should have a prenup? Says uh, Allegra Zagami. So, I mean, a lot of people probably think that they, you know, it's not. It's only for people who have money. But I think I think there are some people in the in the hood that own property and have some money. Even some money, even the the least, the less money you have, seen the more impact that might have on you. Somebody taking half of your twenty grand that you saved up, you know what I'm saying? That could hurt too. So I mean, somebody take half of your twenty million, you can live. Half of your twenty grand, that's gonna be hurt people, people who are not earning a lot of money like me. I'm not married. That's another subject. So, prenup agreement not only covers current assets but also gives people control over their future wealth, including the possibility of owning a successful business or acquiring property. That's very, very important if you if you have property, wealth, anything. Anything related to the well-being of children, child support payments, or child custody is not included in a prenuptial agreement. So you're still going to get hit that uh, you have children. You still can get hit by the, the um, Child support uh, says that you should consider getting a prenup if you own a business or real estate. You are expecting a future inheritance. You earn more or your net worth is more than that of your partner. You have children from a previous relationship. You have elderly parents that rely on your income, your financial support that's going to impact on them. You or your partner has debt or you want to leave your assets to others outside of your partner. But that's not all these days. Student loans, third-party debt, medical bills, and large credit card debts are becoming the new grounds for prenuptial agreement. So apparently people are getting unstuck, you know, with other people's debt. So we split in the, the, the bank account and we split in debt. Older couples have debt, too, and that includes mortgages, unpaid medical bills, home equity lines, a credit, or even a 401k loan. So the idea of a prenup can seem like the ultimate romance killer, but just because divorce isn't foreseeable doesn't mean a couple shouldn't be aware of their individual and combined assets, cash flow, and net is the United States in it. So... You know, not to jinx anybody or anything like that, because that also means that 50% of marriage of people stay married, which is good. But never know what side of the fence you're going to land on. So as a precaution, this prenuptial agreement seems to be something, you know, that might be in your best interest. Um, you know, don't let it, don't let it shake the idea that the person doesn't trust you or you know, doesn't like you that much or you think that they might not be that into you or 
anything like that. This is a family lawyer. Alexis Neely says one of the most healthy conversations a couple can have is a uh, discussion about your assets in a prenuptial agreement. It may even help prevent divorce by helping to sort out any foreseeable economic hurdles, she adds. She said, consider adding a sunset provision to the agreement. Such a clause can be drafted into the prenup, stating that the agreement will no longer be valid after a certain number of years or after the first child has been born. Some couples, such as uh, for some couples, such a provision may well may quell an anxiety that a foregone conclusion. See, you know, you don't want to get married anticipating getting a divorce. It's not the uh, that's not exactly what a prenup is. A prenup is, you know, it's like a lifeboat, you know, after, just in case the marriage is not successful. And then statistics say, hey, first marriage is 50%, and second marriage, even, I think it's even, it goes higher for divorce. So um, but it's never too late to sign a, uh, what they call a post-nup. An agreement can be made. From the day after you are married until about 40 years after you tie the knot. I say, man, if you last 40 years, it's like you don't need a prenup. But apparently, a marriage can end at any time. So, you know, just because you've been there for a long time, don't mean you've been happy for 40 years. But, I mean, you might have been happy for 10, maybe 5. Who knows? Maybe you were happy for 38 of them. And then last year, you decided, you know, something happened. Met somebody else. I don't know. Who knows what happened? So, however, since post-nups are relatively new, they're not widely recognized by all 50 states. So, why do um, so many women refuse to sign prenuptial agreements? Here's some quotes from some women or some. She might be angry because the prenup was presented to her very late in her engagement, perhaps on the eve of her wedding. That, that's, that definitely doesn't seem like a bad idea, right? Even at a wedding, you, you say, hey, you got to sign this before I marry you. That's not good. And she is being pressured. She might love her fiancé very much and believe they will be together for the rest of their lives and find it difficult to process the fact that he is planning ahead for their divorce. Well, that's the untimely demise of their relationship. So that's hurting her feelings. She might object to one or more of the terms of the specific agreement she's looking at. She might not like the terms of the prenup. Her objections may or may not be reasonable. But she might want more. She might feel that economic disparity between her and her fiancé is not so significant as to make a prenup appropriate. Maybe she's the one with all the money. Who knows? Happens. So, Prenups, they say that prenups say two things. I think we might divorce. If we divorce, I think you might want more of my money than I'm willing to. Someone who has idealistic, romantic views of love and marriage doesn't like, number one, I think we might divorce. When you've agreed to marry someone and you're planning the wedding and looking forward to a lifetime of happiness together, you might know intellectually that divorce is possible. But your heart tells you that won't happen. A romantic always also 
wants to know that their partner is caught up in these passionate feelings and deep abiding faith in them. Asking for a prenup destroys the illusion. So, if you're marrying someone who's dreamy and romantic, you should assume they will be hurt when you ask them to think about the prenup. To have idealistic views about love and marriage. I also think wealthy people are much much less likely to have idealistic views about the financial and legal aspects of marriage. You don't get to be wealthy and you don't stay wealthy if you make financial decisions based on your heart. So you got a lot of money, you can fall for a lot of pretty people who marry you for about a year or two, divorce you, take a large portion of your uh, wealth. I think they call those people gold diggers. So, you know, you have to watch out for that kind of stuff. Choose your uh, mate wisely. As for number two, sometimes people ask for prenups because they imagine their partner becoming vindictive and greedy during a divorce. That makes some sense because considering how often divorce occurs, as I said, 50%, you know, but it's 50% also all remain married. Hateful fears, you know, you have... You know, people are angry and an angry person, vengeful. Um, what's the saying? Um, hell's no, hell knows no fury like a woman scorned. I'm not just putting this on women because guys do it too. You know, a guy can take you know a a large chunk of the wealth of a wealthy mate also situation there. So, but you know, it's a saying. You know, a person scorned, you know, is gonna go for your throat. But who wants to acknowledge that they might go nuts and try to hurt their partner out of spite if things don't work out? So nobody's going to, you know, you never know. You know, they could be Cinderella in the beginning and uh, the wife from hell at the end of the relationship. I'm I'm, I'm assuming that I've never been married never been in a situation. But I can, I can assume that somebody probably feels that way about that uh type of, you know, situation. Also, sometimes wealthy people ask for a really kind of, like what this guy says, shitty prenup. So you get nothing. It's not a prenup that many people will sign. So, you know, if I got a million dollars, I marry you, you want a divorce two, three years later, you came in with uh, $500 in the bank, you leave with $500 in the bank. So, you know, not because they're horribly greedy, because they genuinely believe that it's not fair, especially if they end up being, say, the primary provider of the children, which is usually the case for women, even if she also works full-time. Remember how dudes are always saying women aren't really paid less than men. Women just make decisions that hold them back professionally. One of those decisions is prioritizing family time over career. So that's an interesting phenomenon right there. I think I had a conversation with a friend of mine about um, getting paid to do what you're supposed to do. Like raising children is a responsibility of a parent. So, I mean, both parents uh, can't stay home and raise the children once. So either the father can stay home and raise the kids or, you know, the mother stay home and raise the kids. Sometimes the mother has to work as in, you know, that may be by choice. Well, that may be because she has to to uh, improve the quality of life of her family. Kids, you, uh, you know, I don't know. You don't get to me. You don't get points for raising your family. 
you know, but, you know, depending on the nature of the divorce, uh, that may impact on how you know, the distribution of the funds might should go. And I'm saying, you know, this person is saying, if you didn't come in with, you didn't come in with millions of dollars, why are you leaving with millions of dollars? You know, but, you know, there's a lot of things to consider in that situation. You your kids, you know, your kids had to live the life of, of, of children with the, uh, as they say, silver spoon in their mouth. You don't want them to go back to the projects or anything like that with a hood. Why you living high on a hog somewhere with $100 million, you went with that. Mother, you know, she's the caretaker. You, you, you know, you might want to consider caring for them and, you know, maintaining their quality of life. Anyway, finally, how would you handle the, a prenup? Either the wealthy person writes it and presents it as a fiat. That's like, you know, or take it or leave it. So, negotiation. That's not even a prenup. That's like, you know, like you said, that's an ultimatum. What's the number one cause of, of marital strife? Money. Do you really want to start an argument about money before you even walk down the aisle? Most people don't. But this, this prenup situation seems like it, it it could initiate that argument about money. Because that's exactly what you're dividing up, wealth or, you know, bank accounts or whatever, property. So this, this is a situation where, you know, this is a high-risk situation, even if you bring it up, you know, it would probably be um, this person said they would willing be they would be willing to do a, to do a prenup if married someone wealthy. But I'm a notoriously unromantic. She's notoriously unromantic about marriage. It's a legal and social institution. Whoa, that's deep right there. Not a spiritual unit or perfectly matched, a perfectly matched heart. So, however, the demand, however, demand a prenup that seem fair to both of us. I don't want your millions, but if I make financial sacrifices to raise your kids, you're damn right. You're paying child support and alimony. See, something wrong with that. You know, if, if that's his kids, that's one thing. Kids as your kids. You know, that's, you know, that's odd to me. You know, they're, they're both their kids. You know, don't don't talk about your kids like they're somebody else, like they're not yours. You know, that seems kind of uh, dissociative. So, So we have Lizzie Allen. She says, uh, it's the way it is presented that is causing the problem. Most folks will sign a prenup if someone other than the fiancé is forcing the issue. Huh? Such as parents insisting on it for all their children. Most folks will sign a prenup if they write it together. Presenting a pre-written one that you arrange yourself. For your own selfish reason, is pretty tough going. Most of the ones written by the rich person really take into consideration things like, should I give out less if I'm the dumpy or more if I'm the dumper? Should I pay out more if I have cheated, less if I've been cheated upon? Should I pay out more for every year my spouse stays home with the kids instead of working? What if we have kids? How does assets change? What if one of us becomes disabled and can no longer work? How will that change the split? How much for disability 
should I be paying alimony and medical care for life? So, you know, these are just some of the uh, individuals' issues uh, with the uh, prenup. Another uh, young lady is saying she's she's remaining anonymous because the prenup isn't written clearly enough or targeted enough way to protect specific premarital assets. Most prenups are designed to benefit whoever is having it written. Well, that makes sense. I'm not, if I'm going to write a prenup, I'm not going to write a prenup that's going to, um, <laughs> I'm not going at my own throat with a prenup. So, you know, that's interesting. So, it's written up in a blanket, all incompatible fashion in a way that severely limits the other party in every way imaginable. It basically said, you aren't as good as me. But it's over, it's over. I don't know. Who wants to sign a contract like generally, like that generally? Nobody. So, but when your fiancé is, your fiance is thinking of you as a boss or a landlord, you're doing it wrong. A good prenup should be written as simple as possible, as designed to make divorce equally difficult to pull the trigger on you for two parties with vastly different resources and assets prior to marriage, to make sure someone doesn't hit the first crisis situation and fail rather than doing what poor folk do. Work this shit out of their issues and stay together. In short, it should be their closest thing that ever gets to a love note honoring your time together, not sending distrust and inherit object or some of the prenuptials that have been written. So, um, you know, maybe these these rich guys um, looking down on their wives or rich women looking down on their husbands but they have this attraction to them. I don't know. They don't have the uh, trust. Or, you know, who knows? But most aren't written that way and thus are much less desirable to either read or sign for the lower um, case or under legally advised party, which is, you know, difficult, you know. You're about to get married next week and somebody pulls out a legal document for you to sign. Or, Couple of days, you know, you know, even you know, even a couple of weeks before you actually get married. I mean, that's something you might need to discuss before you guys even. Uh, you might need to have that discussion about a prenuptial. Sounds to me before you guys even consider getting married. You need to know, let each other know how you feel about a prenuptial. Hey, how you doing? What kind of foods you like? You know, what kind of movies you like? What's your favorite color? Your holidays? How you feel about prenups? You need to step that in there in the beginning. So there's no surprise, you know, when when you guys decide that you want to get married. So we got a guy here, Mr. Kevin Crothers, wouldn't wish to voice on his worst enemy. He said he's not a family law attorney. I've been divorced once and remarried, and I don't think it either relationship. Pre-held assets, at least in California, are not community property. So the company thing wouldn't really hold up in court unless the other party could prove with some real clarity that 
she added value to the company, in which case it's half of the proven value added to the company, not the whole company, at least in California. And let's be honest, if that's the case, they're entitled to it. So if somebody helped you build a company, you marry somebody, and their actions in the marriage help you earn money. You can relate it to that directly, and it's saying that you deserve that in California. So I think, oh, I don't know, Michael Jordan, he's not from California. I think his wife's got, they say, $160-something million on that split. You know, so um, California is pretty fair in terms of divorce. The only hard part, it takes forever to get done, over six months. That's a long time because the mandatory cooling off period, some states, some states are not fear. You must really want to get away from that person. So, this is written by uh, somebody who remained anonymous. It said, when my dad married his second wife seven years ago, they wrote up a prenup because she is a lawyer. She offered to write it up herself so they wouldn't need to pay someone else for it. Hey, you save money on it. That's another thing. I didn't even think about that. You save money on paying that divorce lawyer who's probably getting more than his share of your suffering through that marriage or that divorce. Probably getting too much of of, of your money, your hard-earned money, to, uh, legal uh, action. So, so this uh, because she's a lawyer, she offered to write it up herself so they wouldn't need to pay someone else for it. Foolishly, he accepted. Few years into the marriage, the document simply vanished from the bedroom door. He was shocked over after discovering this. She admitted to him to stealing it, justifying that the terms of the prenup were not fair to her. Wow, she I guess you can't write a prenup that's not um doesn't favor you. They have now been legally separated for over two years and living living separately and most likely end up in divorcing at one point or another. Going into the marriage, he was a bit older than her and brought in substantially more money, assets, than she did. He worked hard for everything for all of, somebody must have talked to this girl. She wasn't a pretty bright lawyer just to write a, a, a prenup that didn't favor her. But anyway, it was favorable to the husband. So you sign it, that's a contract now. It's a legal document. So I wonder why they only had one copy of the prenup. I'm getting from this story. If you got a prenup, you need your own copy of your prenup, not one prenup in the um, dresser drawer that your spouse can take and burn and hide or whatever, anything like that. So should be a copy of that prenup somewhere else. Let's see how the story goes on. So this guy worked hard. Before the marriage separation, being a clever lawyer that she is, she managed to accumulate and pay off lots of debt using the line of credit shared. Oh, okay. Basically putting the marriage in hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And we talked about that. Without that prenup, now he will end up with very little or nothing. And the divorce may drag for two, for who knows how long. I did it one time. That's interesting. Because she, you mean to tell me these guys had a prenup and just one, that is amazing. It seems like God wasn't too bright. 
you know, just letting this lady draft up one prenup and you didn't have your own document. You should always have your own signed and dated document, like any document. I don't care whether it is. If you sign something, you should have your own dated and signed copy. So that should never happen that this woman was able to destroy it. And isn't there some kind of law against doing something like that? Anyway, um, that sounds just terrible. Based on this um, unawful experience, this person said they would never go into a marriage uh, without properly drafting a prenup agreement with witness and everything buttoned up. That's right. Witnesses, that, that's, that, that's right. Other people. I've said other documents. Many documents. Had a prenup. You know, have somebody hold your prenup. Put it in a, a bank vault. If you got that much dough, you know, you need a prenup because, you know, you got it like that. Put it in your vault. Can't get in. So, or he can't get in. So it's a well-known fact that marriages sometimes fall. In fact, you know, this person says 40% of them do. Uh, information says uh, varies, you know, depending on what you read, 40% of marriage um, don't make it. It's better to agree beforehand on the exit strategy, which is the object of this uh, today, tonight's topic. You know, why you feel about the prenup? You know, that uh, if I tell you I love you and I'm going to prenup, up, not me personally, you know, if your spouse tells you they love you, male or female, and they uh, tell you that they want to prenup, they want to be married, but they want to develop a prenuptial agreement before you guys get married. How do you, does that kill the romance? We have a caller. Caller, welcome to Provocative Thought. Hey, Carlton, this is Kenny Jones of Black Urban America. How are you? Ken Jones, Black Urban American. What's up, my brother? I'm all right. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. That's an interesting topic you're discussing tonight. Something that um, I really don't know about, but some of the some of the statements that you were reading kind of tell you if you're in a certain income bracket, you better cover yourself because in our society, marriages don't last long. That's right. You know, a lot so, of uh, out there. if you coming, yeah, yeah, a lot of temptation, boy. But uh, if if you coming into a marriage with certain assets and income level and, and, and resources and the other individual is doing the same, I think you should leave with your money. You know, uh, you know, in some states, in a lot of states, the woman get half regardless who's at fault. That hurts. Especially if you got children. You got children. Man, that, would, that, would that would hurt. Gets the property, so she, get, she gets the property. She gets the automobiles. And she gets the cash. Is that sexist? Huh? Well, I, Is that I, I sexist? Mean, like, I don't know if it's sexist it sounds or very not. sounds very sexist to me. I, I I guess when that law was uh, signed, you know, uh, 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 men were mostly working and women stayed home. Well, in the black neighborhood, women always worked. Well, I'm talking about what you know who who law who who law this is, and uh, it's probably wealthy men that don't want to take care of their own. I mean, if a woman had children by you, I mean, 
you have to support them, whether you're together or not. Right. Right. So, I at, do feel at what that. level should they be supported? Say, if if you if you're living a life, you know, a life of Ralph, that's a that's a lavish life, right? Lifestyle, and you're divorced. Are are you required to support your family, right? The woman and your children at a lifestyle of that is equal to the one before the divorce. I say the children, yes. The wife, no. But it's impossible. The children live with the wife. Yes, but they share custody. But right, I mean, custody. Uh, 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 that lifestyle. Uh, 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 you gotta make sure your kids are comfortable. You know, whatever. If they will go to a certain school, make sure they continue to go to that school. If right. they was uh, used to live a certain way, make sure they still live that way. You don't want your right. children to suffer because of two adults acting like buttheads, you know. Right. So, uh, you know, and, and with 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 the divorce rate in Western society, which is sixty five percent, six and a half marriages end up in divorce court. Six point five out of ten. That's a lot of divorces. You know, and um, I think that the, the 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 man should continue to uh, the husband should continue whatever he was contributing, whatever he was contributing at the time of divorce. I think he should continue to, to contribute for his children. You know, now whether the whether the uh, the wife spend that money on the kids is another story. Right. Well, you, you know, when you separate, that means you have uh, you're going to spend more money because now you have two households. So, based on the separation, economically, uh, um, not always feasible for uh, people to um, live at that same standard. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if you you have well, more well, billionaire, well, well, who's going to suffer? Well, who's going to suffer well, the, more? The family. You know, who suffer. do you want to suffer? The two buttheads will yeah. cause the whole everybody to suffer because. The, the father's gonna live in a in a in a home that's not at the same standard, and the same thing for the uh, children and the mother because they can't afford it. Right, right, right. Yeah, everybody's right. not filthy they, rich, yeah, but they can do that. Right, right, right. But you should c- continue to contribute to the raising of the children. You know, right. uh, just because uh, you're divorced. I mean, you do have kids together. You do have. You still have that family. You still going to be involved with this woman for the rest of your life. The woman going to be involved with this man for the rest of her life because of the connections they had. Prom, graduation, marriage of the children, starting school. Uh, uh, playing sports, ballet, uh, whatever activities the kids are involved in, you know, uh, you're gonna have to share these moments. You're gonna have to continue to share these moments together, whether you're living with someone or married to someone else. You still got to come together to deal with the children that you both laid down and made. Okay, well. 
The church is asked to come in this world. Well, right. you know, so that's when you got to look at the maturity level of the parents. That's when you got to look at the maturity of the parents. That's when you look at the income of the parents. But the income, you know, even even if you poor or rich, uh, uh, there are guys that don't want to 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 provide support for their kids because of their mother, because That's he's right. beefing with his moms. You know, it doesn't right. it doesn't matter what income level you are, as long as you contribute, as long as you contribute. Now you either gonna let the court decide what you're gonna contribute, or two could sit down calmly and, and and come to some type of terms. Or what you're going to continue to contribute? Well, you, you know the prenup doesn't include uh, children. That's just between you and your uh, paramour. No, and then they got something else for that: child support. And yeah, you, child support. That's, you have very little to do with how much you're going to give in that in that care, in that. Uh, <coughs> but in terms yeah, of, of a, your spouse, yeah. they just. just do you owe your spouse the same quality of life? It's like your woman? Say if you left nah. her, do you feel like, hey, I should take care? I should, I'm going to split my um, fortune with you. I did you wrong, baby. I know I told you, you know, I would be here forever, but, you know, I'm on one of the Kardashians, you know. Uh, but, 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 but check this out. Mary J. Blige got to continue to support her husband's lifestyle because she didn't have a prenup. The Bentleys, the mansions, and all that. He said that, you know, when he came into the marriage, he was living one way, and Mary J. Blige introduced him into a different uh, lifestyle now that he's used to. You know, it's been like 15 years. You know, he can't go back. So Mary J. Blige got to support him for, I guess, the rest of his life. Because she didn't have a prenup. Because you didn't have you, a prenup. Let me ask you something. If you was married uh, to Mary J. Blige, right, and y'all broke up, right, but you want her to... I wouldn't break up with Mary J. Blige. <laughs> I oh. ain't no fool. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> would break up with Mary J. Blige. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so uh, no, so who no. broke up with who? Who initiated that anyway? Did, was that... Was that uh, well, Mary J. Blige to... initiated that because he was cheating, I think. So if she's you know, her, why story. does he get? Why does she have to support him like that? That don't make sense. I don't know. I, I don't know. He got a good lawyer. <laughs> he, got, he has a good lawyer. Those lawyers are something else, boy. Sure. Yeah. They 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 something else, boy. You got to get you a good we, When you're in any type of predicament with the law, do not get a public defender. Please get a lawyer, a paid lawyer, even if you don't want to, get a paid lawyer because the public defender is working with the prosecutor. They go out to lunch together. They, 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 yep. the office are next door to each other. You know, get a paid lawyer that everybody hates. When he steps in that courtroom, they know they lost. You got to get that kind of lawyer. You got to get a Johnny Cocking type of lawyer. You know, when you step in that courtroom, you know you're losing. (laughs) 
you know. So um, that's that's one thing. I think Homeboy had a very good lawyer that looked out for his interests, and he's getting paid. So how long were they married? About, I think, 15 years. Whoa, get out of here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not up on that one. Yeah, that kind of stuff. yeah, yeah. Google it, Google it. Oh, it's been a hot topic, man. Yeah, at one time they've been knowing each other longer, but they've been married for 15 years. But of course, he used to be her manager. Ooh. Yeah, you know, a lot of them stars, you know, do that, and they gotta watch it when they do that, man. You know, but uh. I think he, he, yeah, yeah. They've been knowing each other longer though, but like I said, he was his, he was her manager. He, she married her manager. So the you know, older guy, but, younger, same age. What? How'd they go? They're around the same age. They look to be around the same age. Huh. But did he have money? Let me ask you I don't know. I, I, I guess so because, you know. He was managing her at the time. Mary J. Blige blew up and make all that making all that money, and you know the managers get a percentage. Not right. only did he but get they, a percentage, he got the whole pot. You know what I mean? He got he got the artist so did he for life. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, double, double dipped dip? on that one. <laughs> yeah, he double dipped. Sounds like he might have double dipped a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got paid. He got paid. Yeah. But you know what? But, uh, uh, I just want to explain something about prenup. Like you said earlier, you know, in signing a prenup, are you saying that eventually this match is going to end? Or you just, or, or, or you know you marrying a gold digger, or you know you married a woman that says that what's yours mine is what mine is mine. So you better get this prenup to keep yours yours. You know, so I, I, I don't know how to look at uh, look at these prenups. You know, uh some part of me said, Yes, you should protect yourself but some part of me said, Well, you know, you're going in there thinking that it's going to end. So let me protect myself. Um I don't know what that what it really represents. You know, what type of thinking that you have in in in, in developing this contract between these two individuals. And uh at the at the uh, when you sign this prenup, can you change your prenup after three years? Can you change your prenup every three years or every five years, you know, of the match? If you agree, why not? Because why not, Kenny? Is your prenup? I'm just thinking out loud, you know? Right. Uh, uh, you mean you as in the two of you, right? You don't mean you. You mean the two of you, right? Right. Can the two of you change right. Yeah, who's going to stop you? Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 in, one, in one way it's good, in another way it's not so good. Because personally, when I go into a relationship or a marriage, well, I've never been to a marriage, but when I go into a relationship, I'm thinking long term. I'm thinking the uh, uh, I, I'm hitting the home run out of the park. You know, so uh, I'm scoring the big. T- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 
I'm scoring the I'm scoring the touchdown on this one. You know, there's no there's no more game. There's no more others. Everything. This is it forever. Hey, if you listen, you have you ever listened to the 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 the, the words that the preacher be saying when the two people are getting married? You ever listen to the, the words? You ever listen to the words what the preacher is saying when the two people are getting married? Oh yeah, I listen to him. Yeah. I heard him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, it's a ser- that's some serious content there. It's that's some no serious joke. content. You know, to 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 richer or poor, uh, is sickness or and death. You know, you know, from beginning to end. You know, you put. I I, I don't think, I don't think that really listen to the words. What the preacher is saying with two individuals are getting married. I think they'd be just right. caught up in the moment and the uh, 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 and uh, and, uh, and and the uh, ceremony and the palms and everything like that. You know, I don't think they really listen to the words, man. Because when my nephew got married, I was up there in the wedding part. I was one of the guys up there, man, and I was listening to the words with the preacher is saying. I said, man, that's some that's a serious contract. You want to talk about contract? You want to talk about contract? That's a serious contract. Okay, we got. A, I got For another caller. Can't hold on. Uh, got another caller. Can you hold on? Yeah. Caller, welcome to the provocative talk. Hello. Can't hear you. Hello. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay, I'm listening to this dialogue. And I guess what I start to question as I listen to the other gentleman talk about the Mary J. Blige situation and how she may be expected to keep him financially at the same lifestyle he had adopted to in her relationship with him. But I wonder, would that be still the expectation if he moved on to another relationship? And then the other thing I was thinking about when you guys were talking is my understanding of the prenup was to ensure that the person who um, may have the assets does not leave the relationship without them and that in the marriage Union, you may acquire additional assets, but the additional assets is what you may, you know, split 50-50 or you may discuss how that earned or that increase um, that was added to the relationship did be done. I'm not exactly sure, but then I also sort of... Oh, okay, so you develop it as you like. Right. Yeah, it's your prenup. Right. Okay, that makes sense. The other thing I was thinking, too, well, what if you came into a marriage and the person had six kids that were not your kids? Well, no, you were saying that the, the child support is a whole a different issue. It has nothing with the prenup, right? Mm, right, child support. No, the children, don't have, the children don't have nothing to do with the prenup, I don't think. 
It's about right, money. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's about, about you and him, him and you, her and you, and you know, you know who you are, Mel. Mm-hmm. Her and mm-hmm. her, I guess. Nowadays, her and mm-hmm. her, or him and him. You know, so. Yeah, but I, th- I think like you know, what was being said earlier, you would hope that in many cases that people could go back to the old traditional ways and commitments to a marriage. That you know, you take the vows that say till death do you part. Are people taking different vows <laughs> when they introduce? Yeah, the yeah, 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 ain't no more of that. Ain't no more death do you part. Ain't no more of that. That that's that that been gone like forty years ago. Ain't no more death do you part. There's people that been that they they they've been people, man. They've been married seven, eight times, man. Man, what is that about? I don't know. Look at Richard Pryor. Pryor Richard Pryor been married fifteen times, and some of the women he was married two or three times. You know what kind of thing? <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at Elizabeth Taylor. Listen, Taylor was the queen of divorces. Mm-hmm. They they got a joke in Hollywood that uh, celebrities change their uh, wives like they change their names, mm-hmm. but that's all the time, <laughs> you know. So uh, 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 I think the the whole like the sister was saying, uh, 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 I think the whole. The whole thing of uh, 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 traditional marriage, you know, because we'll never hear again. Now, listen to me, Carlton. I know I'll come out with some way out prediction, but it, it, it's, it's all right. We'll bro. never, good, man. It's all good. We'll never hear. We'll never hear again. I've been married to this woman for thirty years. I've been married to this woman for forty years. I mean, something like that will be celebrated. It will go. It will go on the front page of the town newspaper if somebody reached those type of numbers because it's rare. I just told you, sixty-five percent of marriages in Western society end up in divorces. So we're not going. Right. I, 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 I'm going to go out of the limb and say we'll never hear twenty years. Man. We'll never hear twenty years. We'll never hear twenty years again. You know one of the reasons why they end up in divorce? Lack of commitment. 73 percent. Lack of commitment. And, and, and that's on both. That's on both. That's on both the male and the female. I, I know uh-huh. men get the bad rap. We're, you know, we're we're uh, uh, we're this. We're dogs. We cheaters. We don't know infidelity. anything. We're, we're 55%. immature. Fifty-five percent of people surveyed say infidelity. This is a over survey half. from the national survey. That's over half. Lack That's of quality half. in the relationship. Forty-four percent said that. Lack of preparation That's for marriage. Half. Forty-one. That's probably that. That's important. You need to prep for marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I well, well, I, I look at it like this, Carlton. Yeah, you need to prep for marriage, but what is the preparation process? Well, you know, is there a time limit on the preparation process? A oh, man and woman. Now, I know a couple that been married for 50 years. You know how long did they date? A month. A month. They knew right from, but we'll never see 50 years again. We'll, we'll never see that number again. You can forget about it. Maybe on the second, third marriage, we might see those numbers. 
because of the individual maturing. But, you know, I don't know about the maturity level because people are getting getting married later in life. They're not getting married at 18 years old or more. They're getting married at 30 years now, 30 years old. You know, you think they will be mature by thirty by the time they be thirty, but uh, but uh, yeah, uh, infidelity, uh, infidelity, uh, uh, lack of the quality of life in the marriage. The quality of life in the marriage is, is very important. I always tell, I always tell young men, whatever you did, yeah, I tell young women this too. Whatever you did to hook that man or woman. You continue to do throughout your marriage. Whatever you get. Yeah, 60 seconds, Ken. All right. Hey, Carl, man, good show, bro. Hey, that's good. I'm glad you called in, my brother. You know, this is a very touchy um, subject right here. Got to be married. This is a prenuptial thing here. Hey, hey, Carl, I wish you would listen to my show sometime. Always listening to your show. You know what? I'm going to, man. Your next show will be on it. Yeah, okay. All right, man. Good night, brother. <laughs> Eight o'clock. And good night to you. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for calling in, for listening. I want to thank Pre Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host the show. And I want to thank the creator for allowing me to be. Everyone. Everyone, reach out. Teach somebody. Help somebody learn. Help somebody do something better. Find another way to, uh, improve their quality of life. Let's be a plus for the people in our lives, for the people who are looking at us, if we have a lot of eyes on us, and um, let's try to do better. That goes for everybody, including myself. Let's everybody move forward. Thank everybody. <laughs>